0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Reclamation Podcast, where our goal is to help you reclaim good practices for following Jesus. If we haven't met yet, my name is Tony, and I'm your host. With over a decade in the local church, I care deeply and passionately about helping you connect with Jesus in practical ways. This week on the monologue episode, we continue our series on Lent. If you haven't listened yet, you may want to go back, where I kind of dive into Lent, from a a big standpoint, kind of that 30,000 viewpoint, if you're not familiar with it. And I grew up in a very liturgical culture, so Lent was a part of my regular rhythms. Today, we're gonna look at one of the facets of Lent, uh, a practice that you might wanna consider. Hey, if this conversation is helpful for you, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, leave a rating or review on iTunes or Spotify, and the highest compliment you can give us is share this episode with a friend. Maybe somebody who you know needs to try out this fasting practice. That's right. Today, we're gonna talk about Christian's least favorite discipline. (laughs) The idea of fasting Fasting is one of those biblical practices, and it's really interesting. As I was kind of diving into the scripture, uh, looking for some helpful verses on fasting, one of the things I realized is that Jesus, and even in the Old Testament, It was never a question of if we fasted, but rather when we fast, notice that, that in this particular case, fasting was already a foregone conclusion. It was part of the culture. It's part of the understanding. It was part of the idea that comes with what it means to follow God or in the old Testament Yahweh, right? And Jesus, he just comes in and he reiterates that very same message. So what is fasting? Well, I found a great definition on BibleLife.com. Fasting is a temporary act of self-denial. By going without food for a brief period of time, we become aware of our need for daily sustenance. During times of fasting, we focus our attention on God and on his promise to sustain our faith. Thus, fasting is a demonstration of our humility and dependence on God. That's from BibleLife.com, B-I-B-L-E-L-Y-F-E.com, B-I-B-L-E-L-Y-F-E.com. So I love the way that they talk about this definition because I think it gives us two very important attributes of fasting. The first attribute is that fasting gives us space. I posted that on my Instagram actually this week in preparation for this episode is that Sometimes in order to seek God, we must make space for God. What kind of space are you putting in your life for God? Is it 15 minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour? Is it enough? Maybe during this Lenten season, this season of intentional posture, maybe lean into a little bit more. Fasting does that for us because we're giving up food. And so the time that we normally would put in food, we create space for God to work. So that's kind of the first kind of attribute of fasting, the gift that God gives us when we fast is this idea of it creates extra space. The second thing that fasting does that I really appreciate is that it creates dependence on God. Fasting creates a dependence on God. When we fast, we realize that we can't live this life alone. Matthew 4, 4 says it well. Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. See, sometimes, especially in our North American culture, we get really comfortable with our independence. But yet, the very nature of the Lordship of Jesus is not independence, it's dependence. Jesus is Lord is a a statement of loyalty. It's a statement of dependence. Especially when you consider that the Lord will provide all. In John 6, Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Friends, one of the things that I wrestle with regularly is how can I be hungry for God if I'm full on the life that I choose to live? How can I be hungry for God if I'm full on the life that I choose to live? So fasting gives us two incredible gifts. It gives us the gift of space and it gives us the gift of dependence. So then the next logical question is, is why am I so scared to fast? (laughs) And and listen, I'll just be honest, it's not something I love to do either. And I do it a couple times a year, but not regularly and not regularly well. So why am I so scared to fast? And one of the things that I have wrestled with and one of the interviews that I had uh, on the podcast is this dialogue around food as an idol. So I don't know about you, but I have cultural understandings of food. When we celebrate, we do it with a meal. When we mourn, we do it with a meal, right? I mean, you've probably been in a church that's got this incredible funeral ministry team where you call them and 35 casseroles show up on a moment's notice. What we've done in our culture is we've created food as a way to make us feel better. And that, in its essence, is a little bit a form of idolatry, right? Because if I'm not getting comfort by God, if I'm being comfort by something else, then all of a sudden I've let something else take the place of what God's role in my life is supposed to be. So how do we fast? And, and my very first part is just super practical. And that is, is go slow, right? Don't, don't try to do a whole week fast, maybe just fast for breakfast, fast for lunch, pick one meal or two meals. Work your way up to a whole day. Now, Matthew 6 has a very interesting piece of scripture about fasting. It says, When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that you will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father, who is unseen, and your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. In other words, um, what we learn in this verse from Matthew is that our call to fasting is one, it's again a foregone conclusion, and two, we're called to be joyful in this act of dependence. When we create space for God, when we work on the relationship, when we do these things, we change the outcome of our relationship with the Lord. That's why fasting is so important, because we get that extra dependence, so, okay. The first one, go slow. The second one is find someone to fast with you. Fasting is really hard on your own. It's a little bit easier in groups. A couple of times a year, my friend, Justin Gravitt, who I do the practitioner's podcast with, um, he and I fast with other pastors. He's done it for multiple years. I kind of pop in and out depending on when uh, and what my schedule looks like. Having that support community is so good. It's so good to help me stay on the path. All right. So uh, if we talk about going slow and then we talk about not going alone, then the, th- the third thing, the final thing that I want to encourage you with is to know that you don't have to be legalistic about it. Fasting is it's an act of worship to the Lord. right? It, it comes with Repentance. It comes with awareness. It comes with dependence and obedience, but also it's designed to help the relationship. And sometimes, sometimes that means that we have to be um, less legalistic and more just intentional. So here's a great example. If I'm fasting during Lent and I've got a dinner that I need to go to, I'm not going to disrespect the host or the hostess of this dinner in order to keep my legalistic fast going because I don't feel like that honors God either. And so we live in the tension and like so many things in our faith, it ultimately comes down to the posture of our hearts. Fasting is this incredible tool, right? It it creates space in our life and it reminds us of our dependence on God. So I just want to encourage you this Lenten season, take some time to fast. Think about what God is calling you to this Lenten season. And maybe it's giving up food. And maybe it's a meal. Maybe it's two. Maybe it's a day or multiple days. Whatever it is, lean into it with an expectant posture. Throughout all the scripture, we see fasting not as an option, but as just a regular part of life. May you and I be so brave to hold that same kind of posture. Friends, I'm so thankful for our continued dialogue, the way that you guys stick with me through all these things. I'm excited to be diving into Lent with you. And uh, just as a reminder, hit that subscribe button. Maybe share this episode with a friend, somebody who you can fast with. Guys, happy Lent, and uh, I can't wait to connect with you next week. We'll be back for an interview episode and a monologue episode, back to our normal scheduled programming. I'm so excited for the community that we're building here and that you are a part of it. Remember, guys, if you want to follow Jesus, you must be willing to move.